right, everybody. Well, welcome to another fabulous episode of the Adventurer's Vault, the flower of the podcast world. Uh, how uh, how's everybody doing? There, there's, there's times where where the listeners don't get to hear the conversations before the record button starts, and then Brad makes reference to them, and we all go a little bit in our mouths. All I have to say is I woke up, and today smells as fresh as roses to me. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things we cut that are just too... That outcast song's just in my head now. Foul. <laughs> I don't. Me. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Wait, which? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> roses. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. lunch break already. Yeah. And it's typically I know time. You'd like to thank <laughs> yo, Smurf. Don't stay. <laughs> That's another throwback. Anyway, how's everybody doing? Peachy, how are you? I'm great, Sir Brad of Wayne. <laughs> oh, I got sent flowers the other day to work. <laughs> By who? Uh, my friend Tanner up in D.C. Shout out to Tanner, who probably should be listening. Um, I bullied him into it. Uh, nice. Yeah. That's his Good tradition. Form. Good form. I've talked on this podcast multiple times. I'm sure the listeners never get to hear it, and they'll probably never get to hear this. But I am mean to men, and they are nice to me. It works. What's for fu- me. What's funny is at the time of this recording, the odds of Tanner still being around by the time this episode <laughs> releases are how good? I'd say they're, like, pretty good. I mean, we still talk daily and everything. That wasn't a percentage. <laughs> that was, that was a, I didn't say that the answer. I got your percentage. <laughs> Did you roll a percentage die? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. 80%. Uh, oh, okay. The right. odds are forever in your favor. Tanner, the, Tanner the, uh, the, fates, the fates are on your side. Try not to fuck it up or get stabbed. We, it's been over a year that we, we've been like That doesn't mean good in a good way. It just means around. Well, I don't know. I generally don't put up with stuff for a year. Especially like work. me. I'm exhausting. I can barely do with you for a session. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's anyway. right. We only do I'm one sorry, day you teed now. it up. You teed it up, and I couldn't help but swing. So things, are, things are great here on the mountain. We all love each other very much. I yeah. didn't realize everybody hated me as much as they do. So, so why well, don't I, you find somebody I, who you like? Leave me alone. I didn't do anything. I was just—I don't even like myself. I was just asking where the odds tanner is going to be around for episode 25, which this I believe is. 27? Ah, uh, it doesn't matter. I feel like 25 is right, because you sent us Episodes 23, 24. Are weird yeah. on the mountain. Time's <laughs> funny on the mountain. God, so, is a, so is our release schedule. <laughs> also, slightly unrelated, Jake, that uh, module, whatever, TTRPG I sent you, that I thought you would think was cool. Right. That more boy, I bought it. Me too. <laughs> I bought it like 15 minutes after you sent it. What is uh, it, and who's going to me. Who's gonna run it for the podcast? Uh, he'd probably be the best at it because it's 100% of his lane, but it is a super grim, dark setting. Uh, but if it helps you in the, uh, I think it's in Sweden was where it was written. So like it has this very dark, it's a post-apocalyptic world. There's like, it's the biblical end of times. Mm-hmm. Who, you like roll on like an apocalypse table. Shit, I want who, in on who, this. Who puts it out? Uh, it's, uh, I think it's Freedom Games. I mean, it was written by uh, these a couple of Swedish dudes. Is, I think isn't I that right. the guys who Tales from the Loop? Oh shit, you might be right. I'm ready, let's <laughs> come on, give me some. We see a familiar room. Stone. Really nice ornamentation, nice pillows, it's a fancy bed. The sun is shining through silk curtains. And we see a Sir Arthur Dew laying in bed, resting. And he looks to his right, and there's a woman there. Her back is turned to him. And he, he feels happy. It's a good moment. And then he hears something off to the left, turning another figure. Wearing the tabard of the crusade, leans forward and stabs him in the chest. Sir Arthur Du snaps awake. He's in a stone house. It's deepest night. 
He's breathing hard, and sleep will not come as visions of that crusader symbol haunt him. What a way to ruin a peaceful dream. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, good, it's good work. I like it. Turns out Sarathus got literal and figurative demons <laughs> that he's battling with. You were visited by the imp. I mean, my character is another than I do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably... I mean, time's funny on the mountain. But uh, <laughs> you feel it's early. Like Next maybe, time you say that, I'm throwing a beer at you. Maybe like 2 or 3 a.m. Like, it's 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 late. It's early, really late, really early, whatever you want to call it. Like Sundial doesn't have time showing yeah. yet. Yeah, we're... <laughs> Funny on the mountain. Bear me! <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking cream you in the side of the head with an open door. Good, 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 good. Unrelated note, this says a lot about where I live. As I'm mowing my lawn this morning, I find an ice cold bush light unopened in my yard. It's, pretty it's not mine. I don't drink bush the, light. The beer fairy visited you. <laughs> yeah, I really struggled with opening that one. Uh, <laughs> if you sing uh, Friends in Low Places at 3 a.m. to the moon, the beer fairy will visit you <laughs> with the fresh, with the fresh daddy That's light. That's gotta be true. It is. I'm, I'm used to finding trash in my yard because I'm a corner lot, but it was like Still I was did. like, oh, someone threw their beer can in my yard, and then I was like, this is a full beer and it's cold. You have a friendly stalker. I guess I could be worse kind. So, sir, do what do you do? As I'm sitting there contemplating the dream that has woken me through my good times and then to the bad <laughs> i am going to uh sit there reminiscing about who the person was on the good side <laughs> of me trying to think of who that could be and then who was to the left whenever i rolled over because it's clearly the shoulder angels the problem is you don't remember either and as we open like the window into sir do a little bit um you know we get the sense that sir do has things in his memory he's looking for but can't find or are these even memories or is the crusade haunting him somehow but no answers are forthcoming at this time the harder he thinks about it the the less he knows as if the faces in his dream were blurred my little motherfucker on this podcast knows who I am <laughs> <laughs> I know me well, we, we know the solution a near-death experience ought to clear that right up. We just got to shoot him in the heart. <laughs> I, I, I feel attacked. <laughs> Leave my writing out of this. <laughs> I'm just making jokes. I apologize. Uh, I'm going to get up, since I'm clearly not going back to sleep tonight. Uh, and before everything starts to fade, I'm going to go ahead and get uh, armor on, plain armor on, and then... Uh, I'm going to take a look above the fireplace, and there's going to be a mace over there, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to grab the mace off the wall just for a little light protection, and I'm going to, I'm going to go outside. <laughs> what? <laughs> light protection? What? Well, I don't know. She, she went, eh. She's not impressed by maces. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the weapon going to be today, Mr. Champion? Uh, it's going to be a uh, striking mace. Okay. And then... I'm going to go take a stroll outside, uh, out the front door. Uh, anybody awake? Yeah, you're looking at the streets of Callstown, and it's quiet. Okay. You don't see anyone walking around. Will runs by butt naked screaming. <laughs> 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 I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. Three o'clock, Will's not well. Uh, as I, as I, I'm taking a stroll around throughout the town, uh, I'm going to make my way towards the front gate in the back. Remember, you gotta leave through the back of town. Oh. I was gonna take the back door. Oh. There's no back door. You just walk into the mist. So, as I'm taking a stroll, I'm going to end up through the back of town mm -hmm. and enter into the mist. Where where you wanna go? Like, what is Sir Dew thinking about as far as where he's going when he enters the mist? I'm thinking of the, the symbol of the Crusades. So, whenever. I enter into the mist. I'm thinking of the original symbol that we saw on the gate entering town. With these thoughts in mind, Sir Du travels through the mist. And coming out of it, he sees the very first place the four of you saw when you entered this demi plane. 
the back of the Barbican of the Crusade. And as you enter through the back of it, you see a, fi a figure leaning against a well, and his back is to you. I'm going to walk up towards the, the well. Old bones, occasionally. <laughs> well, uh, you, colloquially, you know him to be nicknamed for him in town. Old Bones, but his real name you know is... Sir Marcus. And I'm going to say his name. Give me 13 Wilson. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like... Well, I'll mark him as he goes. <laughs> just count whatever... Like, if he hits above 15 on the dice roll, just count that. Do you need me to roll something? <laughs> no. Yeah, okay, I was like, just, like, for real? I'm like, just screwing with you. Okay. I'm going to say his names. Except, like, be like, Sir Marcus? Uh, where are you in relation to him when you say it? Like, are you behind him, to the side, in front of him? Uh, I'll be off, well, because I walk towards him, so mm -hmm. it's going to be off to the side. Like, I'm going to have, like, a side view of him. Yeah. Like, I can see his side yeah. portion sitting, leaning up against him. And uh, as you come to say that, you see that already, like, you know, you know he can't turn away, really. You don't know why, but, like, you see that, like, kind of you're in his peripheral, and those green eyes are awake. Struggler, you have come back. My name, you know it. How? Uh, let's see here. We, uh, we ran into another person like you. Uh, Sir... Darnston. Sir Darnston. Yeah. <laughs> come. Come where I can see you. You are under no threat here. So I will make my way in front of him. And, like, he, he can see you now. He's like... Like a brother he was to me. One of the seven. Can you tell me about the seven? We were the queen's chosen retinue. Her closest protectors. What about that symbol, the, the sun symbol? The mark of the crusaders' chosen retinue. It is the symbol of the crusade, encapsulated with the seven points. Each of us was a point. He takes his sword out and begins drawing in the dirt. And first he draws the Y with the crescent moon over it, with the sword bisecting the Y. He's like, this was the symbol of the crusade. The Knights of the Solemn Oath and our quest for the chalice. The arc on top represents Arlowin's protection for all those who followed her. And the Y shape represented her. The symbol of the sword was Excelthian, the sword of the queen. It represented her protection. The symbol of the chosen, and then he finishes that crescent moon into a circle, and then draws seven points of like like a like a sunshine symbol, but you know, or like the, the the ends of a star, the points. He's like each of these was one of us, and he points at like like imagine like the top star. We'll call that one. And he points at it and says, That was Artatrax, my friend, the bravest and strongest of us. And he points at the second blade. Braden of the Blades. She was the leader of the Sword Oath Paladins, the Queen's personal bodyguard. All female paladins. He points at the next ones. Point three. That was this. That was Countess Berendel, the traitor, who chose our queen over her own nation. He points at point four. Dramalun, the wizard and the queen's advisor. Points at the fifth star. That is Sir Darnston Qual, the lancer, one of the greatest horsemen of our kind. Points at point six. That is Tamerlin the knight. Neither man nor woman. Only knight. And he points at the last point. And that is me. Sir Marcus. The Red Flower. And all seven of you are on this mountain. No. Artatrack perished before we came here. Poisoned by a murderer. We know not who. And I'm going to turn and point to the gate, to the symbol. Mm -hmm. Be like, this is the crusade symbol that mm -hmm. you drew in the middle. Yeah. 
that, and that's the symbol you see most times. Anything involving the crusade is that Y with the crescent moon and the sword. You've only seen the full symbol whenever you met Sir Darnston Qual. And he explains that only the queen's chosen retinue got to use that symbol. Okay. Who is Queen Arwen? <laughs> she was Ari when I knew her. Artatrax, Darnston, myself and the queen. We were poor children, orphaned by a war. A small farming town known as Demon. We were young, foolish. Our parents had been killed by raiders. And then she did the unthinkable. She pulled Excelthian from the stone at a harvest festival. And everything changed. And is she here? Somewhere, possibly. I do not know. I cannot take my eyes off this gate. If the others live or die, I do not know. I think I was killed first. Would Sir Darnston know more about her location? It sounds as if you have met him. And no, I do not believe he would. I felt his passing. I feel his spirit. In deep into the woods at the old chapel. Did you feel his spirit recently? Yes. Did anything happen? I felt it spike his power and then he rests now. And I assume you were involved. You could say something like that. Do not hate him. He is trapped in oaths and undead curses. As we all are. He was once like a brother to me. A noble man. One of the bravest. If he has fallen, it was because he was trying something good. Something noble. And his death has cursed him as it has me here. So you only know of just him being here. I know not what happened to the others. I know the queen took most of the army to the west, to the plains of iron. That's where the giant's main force went. Answer my question, knight. Who do you give your allegiance to? To a god? You answer with a question so uncertain. My allegiance is to Thede. He nods, because I think he's, he's, he's like, I have heard of this theme. But you are hollow. Your conviction is weak. You fight to survive, but not with dedication. I have known champions in my time. Your light is pale compared to them. Draw your sword, and I will teach you things. If you would let me. Okay. And Sir Sir Dew draws his sword. And Sir Marcus draws his, and they salute. And they begin to train. We go back to town. Where it's roughly morning. What are the three of you up to? Harvesting the apples. Uh, see, you know, time's funny on the mountain. I harvest every morning mm-hmm. for the town. You know, fresh apples for everybody. Hey! Me say it! Me say it! <laughs> hey, Mr. Appleman, telling me apple. I just think of, of Forrest Gump. He's like, we got apple sauce, apple, pie, oh, apple jam, apple cider. <laughs> and it's like kind of like this great little farmer's market, except he just like. It's all apple. Yeah, it's all apple. But apple like, butter. Like, it, yeah. Like maybe people will trade you some stuff. Like maybe they got some butter or something, you know, or like other little treats. But like. It's a pretty cool deal that there's apples now, you know? Well, I mean, they, they can trade if they want to, but I have to do this or I'll be sleeping on 
apples. <laughs> I've got to get them out of there. They think it's because you're just so kind and want to share reality is you just don't want to sleep on it anymore. It's both. I mean, <laughs> it's a big deal, though, because like, there was like, we haven't had apples in forever. You know, you can make a good hard cider out of that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, crap. Now i got to come up with another NPC. <laughs> his, ah. name is, his name is Johnny. His name is Sid. Sidder. <laughs> Johnny Sidder. So after the farmer's market's over. Right. <laughs> well, after that morning ritual, uh, going through the orchard, I prepare for the day, whatever's to come. I got my uh, adventuring gear, armor, uh, my two-handed axe is back with me. I'm uh-huh. excited about that. But I'm also going to take the hammer. Uh, I'm not going to leave it. I'm going to take that and the shield just in case. Now, Socorum's hammer has been upgraded uh, slightly, right? It's yes. Now the, it's now a storm hammer. It is now a storm hammer. And uh, Just to get that out of the way. It, <laughs> and it is safe to assume that it makes me more like Thor. <laughs> uh, that thing crackles, right? Uh, I think you have to activate it, though, right? For additional effects, yeah. but on its own, it, it does have some crackle to it. It's, it's got yeah. a little bit of crackle. Like, it, it hums with the thunder, man. Yeah. Like, if someone were to pick it up, it would be like, like it would like thrum in their hand. If they picked it up, I'd probably chop them in half. Well, yeah. yeah. With, with my axe, because that's not theirs. <laughs> you know? Even if it's a kid. Yeah, you know. Straight. A, a, a curious child. Should have took the free apples. Don't go after my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what 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 about Minui? What's Minui up to? Well, she slept in a little late today. That's fair. She she felt she deserved it, and she did. She did. She, she worked very hard um, with that staff of fire and making sure that you know the hydra. Oh, like like you like missing the staff of fire? No, I know the staff of fire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the one that got broke, it's gone. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. She she slept in because she was. That was a lot of work. That was really exhausting. You know, for her, especially seeing something that she had worked so hard to mm-hmm. try to master just break right in front of her. Thank God it it broke after though. You know. <laughs> um. I mean, but, I, yeah, I didn't want to TPK you at that point. Oh, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> we we're gonna note that at that point. Comment. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, um, you know, she kind of starts getting up, doing her stretches, kind of just starts thinking about her day. And she goes and she looks over at the staff of the Arches and, and, you know, she just kind of looking at it, studying it, trying to see what she can about it right now. Coincidentally, it also thrums when you hold it with a, a, a spite, a, a slight bit of like arcing to it, you know? Mm-hmm. What time does Will get up? Probably not till 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> you no- know what? I think he's there, like, you know, robe on, like, adjusting, like, vials and, and systems. You hear, like, hissing and bubbling, and he's obviously, like, checking on his lab, um, you know, with a cup of unidentified substance in his hands. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he looks he looks like he's pretty groggy. Like, typically, he would have probably been up early with, you know, maybe some help from certain herbs and stimulants. But, uh, again, yeah, that Hydra fight was a beast, and I think he would have needed to crash. So, much like, uh, like, like Dr. Dre in the AM in the lab. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hand clap <laughs> for the reference. But. Well, I mean, you guys, you know, what, what do you do with your day? Uh, generally, and, you know, you guys meet up at some point, but, you know. I am going to go see Driana. <laughs> okay. Uh, both because I want to see if she has an expanded healer's kit for me, and also because I want to offer to like uh, help out with some of the medicine and other stuff around town. Uh, basically, with them, it's like uh, I mentioned that like Oki's one to help out in town, and like he's willing to make like some deliveries for for people's medicines and stuff. Um, I know there's probably still a lot of people that are that are hurt, mm-hmm. so anything medicine-wise or anything to ease their pain, he's willing to basically help out with that and kind of. Uh, she does, in fact, have a new kit ready for you. Um, awesome. You know, we're, we're not going to do a lot long conversation, but she's like, yeah, well, that's great. Yeah, I would definitely love some help. Um, you know, at this point, most everyone's pretty healed up. 
but there's always people that you know could use herbs when they get sick or whatever you know so i would definitely appreciate the help if he's willing to learn some things i'll show him some stuff too yeah i'm gonna show him the basics start out with but then we can go from there okay you piece <laughs> of shit. He's a medicine delivery boy. You yeah. know, like he works at a pharmacy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah. people might call him a mule. <laughs> <laughs> he delivers the, he delivers the bushel of, of the false, false bottom uh, blueberries yeah, in the pots yeah. in the bottom. <laughs> God, this is actually kind of hard to do. What? Just play an evil character. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have yet to do this in my campaigns. I've never played someone who, who faces as good and is doing evil actions. It is a uh, it's, it's a trip. So, it's, I've always firmly believed evil gets things done. Um, You're corrupting the children. <laughs> okay. I hate you for it. <laughs> so Will's mindset is that this is not real life. No one is truly living here. Because no time can pass. Nothing, nothing can really Funny. change. <laughs> Is this How do you start living? Life? Oh, you do drugs. This is just, just fantasy. <laughs> so I basically made a deal with, with a god that for the power to essentially end this place so people right. can have lives, have true lives, as well as, you know, me take care of my own stuff back on that right. real plane. I understand uh, your deal. And, and yeah, there's... <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you I've, better I've made rooms. concessions, both for myself and others. Uh, here's the deal, though. Those concessions have kept most of you alive. Not complaining about that part. <laughs> as, as Brad's character in last campaign said, yes, evil gets shit done. Evil clerics are super right. fun. So yes, I, I appear to be setting up a uh, a network of sorts in order to deliver goods to, to those around town. It doesn't have quite the fanfare as the Apple Farmer's Market, but you know maybe you're laying the groundwork there. So after that, I'm basically just going to go around town and like check on people, both from a like medical perspective and be like, Trying to like pal be like, oh, if you're having trouble sleeping, take this. You know, if you know, uh-huh. if you're still having some anxiety and <laughs> fear of attack, too take this. Much, take this. <laughs> I mean, there's a little bit of that going on. It's um, I am I am a uh, like a prescription company rep peddling his shit basically. Oh, you have you have this problem? Like, well, you can just take this and you don't have to deal with that. Like, isn't that easier? Does anybody remember the name of that halfling woman? What? From from the bonfire. Are you talking about the one that's in his apartment? No, no, no. That's, that's not no. Happening. The Scarlet Woman. Jesus, you don't remember anything, dude. No, <laughs> I'm still trying to remember the name of the nerdy orc that's on the council. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> I have. He's I, your NPC. I know. I'm, I don't ever remember so, shit. So, in all fairness, I'm pretty shit, sure Canon, yeah, right. my character, was was three <laughs> sheets to the wind on multiple substances on yeah. that. So, what are your guys' excuses? I have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> I well, really do. You start with a do, so again, you've you've got that path of like. Oh. As Will is making those deliveries and talking to people, a familiar halfling woman just kind of is watching him. They just get stitches, bitch. No. Uh, <laughs> what? What's her I name? Mean, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it will be revealed in time. <laughs> Find out next week. <laughs> Find out when Bradley brings his notes for once. <laughs> But if the three of you eventually get together, you realize Sir Du is nowhere to be found. Has anybody checked his place? No. I'd say we should start there. Why would I want to go to his place? We already know he's not there. He's not out and about. Arthur does not do things late. I mean, it just it just seems like before we go wandering, like we would at least check. Just to be sure. Oh, no. Yeah. No one answered. Now it's my turn. I donkey kick it. <laughs> you donkey kicked your heart's content. <laughs> Nobody answers. I checked the doorknob. Um, would it be locked? Uh, no. Why would it be locked? Did the maid lock it? Housekeeping. Oh, <laughs> 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 I was thinking that, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> no home. Uh, the door swings open, and the three of you enter into his house for the first time, and you see that. You know, you know that your houses kind of tailor themselves to your desires. And this is almost a mini castle. Like, it's got nice stone walls. The furniture is of great quality. At the end of, like, a long room is, of course, this pretentious, nice wooden throne, almost. And then he's got his bedroom off to the side. It's just a one-bedroom? 
What a piece of <laughs> Man, it's almost like you haven't sent me any notes about it or anything. I designed it. Weird. It's so crazy. It's almost like we should uh, take turns destroying the throne of this pretentious asshole. I... I'd like to say that I'm surprised, but uh, as Maybe normal, get struck by lightning. he's about as deep as a thimble. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I have lightning in my blood. Okay, but like, how many of you actually are like, I'm, I'm going to sit in it. No. I'm going to try it out. Nah. <laughs> no I'll, one I just want to destroy it. Throne. I'll leave an apple. All right. Apple on the throne. Uh, if you go to his bedroom, give me perception checks. Sure. You're letting him in the bedroom? You just said in the grave. You're the one what saying you're doing in the bedroom. This is on me. Unlock your door. Uh oh. Oh no, what are we gonna find? Are we gonna find all the dildos? <laughs> bedroom door's locked. <laughs> you beat me to him by a moment. Nineteen oh, looks like to perceive anything but these Alright. Twenty six. Twenty six. And right. I have a twenty five. Uh you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Um you know, it's a little sparse to be honest though. Like you don't see a lot of details. It looks like whoever slept here last, though, had a fitful sleep. Like the like the sheets and blankets are kind of tossed. <laughs> yep, he wet himself. Hot <laughs> cheese. Oh, I'm not this. surprised he does not make his own bed. Not leave an apple on the little nightstand or whatever. <laughs> you leave in a trail of apples. You, I love you it. want apple on pillow? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the new mint. I don't mint. touch a pillow. <laughs> it's the new mint. <laughs> I'd like to make a slide of hand check to take the apple. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know better than at this point to fuck with Slee Worm on his, on his kinks. Um, <laughs> can I... So what I would like to do, since I have, um, you know, the cat's nose, strong nose, mm-hmm. I'd like to see... You know, I don't know. I was going to say I want to see if, like, he was really sweaty and, like, stressful. Because, like, you can smell sweat and stuff. I'm going to roll over your perception check, and yeah, you think so. Yeah. Like, you, like, this... It was like a nightmare. Almost, yeah. You think, like, he didn't get good sleep, and something something was was not harassing him, but causing him to have bad sleep in the night. You also, guys, also don't see his armor or weapon. So I think it's safe to assume that Arthur has gone on a small adventure of his own and he's most likely lost because you know without those flyers telling him where to go (laughs) (laughs) we should probably go find him sir do side quest 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 (laughs) you would think that considering our last combat he would realize this is not the place to wander alone he's not very smart he's rich things are funny on the mountain (laughs) time is funny on the mountain I'm gonna start beating the shit out of people Um, do we think that the mist would guide us to him? I mean, I think that we could think about where, about do, and maybe it would. We could try it. With the show. <laughs> Not because we want to. Shit stain. Shit stain. Shit stain. We need our meat shield. Let's do this. Smell a pee-pee. Smell a pee-pee. Where is this rich boy that doesn't know things? And as the four of you go into the Just mist. follow the white privilege. For the first time, you don't think about a place. You think about a person. And as you travel through the mist, you come to a familiar place. The backside of the Barbican of the Crusade, where the four of you met for the first time. And you hear the sounds of swords. And as you walk forward a bit, you see Sir Du is in armed combat. With old bones. Charge. Yeah. I'd say I'd pull out the weapon and the shield and start hooping. Alright, roll for initiative. He summons a high. Wait, am I rolling for initiative since I'm already in combat? Uh, let's not. Let's not for you. Uh, 23. 24. 32. <laughs> so that he didn't. Yeah. You talked too much shit last time. Now he, he doesn't leave the house without him. He's just always in his pocket. <laughs> I mean, those were always meant to be the main, like my main dice. I was just rolling kind of bad. Were they bad? Yeah, <laughs> they were. Well, based off the rolls, actually, um, actually, go ahead and roll just for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's twenty-four. Oddly enough, Adam is up first. I'd love to pop off something I have prepared just because it would be a neat moment, but I, I don't think I'd pop this off against an undead creature. 
So how far away from my... I'm going to say you guys are 20 feet from the back of the well, and then they're in front of the well. So it's roughly... Could I get there in within one movement? What's your movement? I believe it's 25 feet. You could get to, like, on the side of the well. And then, like, he I have 10 foot of reach. You... I don't say it would take two. Um, I will just go ahead then and run up and then just try to whack him. Okay. Whack a mole. Oh, yeah. Whack a bone? There you go. <laughs> uh, maybe not. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I rolled like 12, 14, 18. That's a five, so that is only going to be 17. So as your flick mace heads toward him, he bounces it off his shield. Strugglers are back. Are we in training for everyone? Do I have to wait till my turn to respond? Uh, well... That's the um, end of my turn, so it's double move and a swing. I wrote OL26. And I have no idea who that Old is. Bones? Old Bones, okay. <laughs> 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 You're just staring at it like, Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, your face was fantastic. I was just recording. I was like, who is this? <laughs> who is this person? Oh, what? Oh, got her, got her. <laughs> Sir Marcus looks at you. Dude, is like, perhaps you can explain the situation. And he puts his sword away. Oh, sorry. Were you about to say something? You're, uh, you looked like you were, so I stopped. Here's the deal. You and uh, Jake have tied initiative. Do you want to roll off? Who is I the think your bonuses are, are greater than mine. He's got a plus 10. What's your perception? Nine. Yeah. So you would go first. Okay. Uh, well, since Old Bones, or Sir Marcus, put away his sword, uh, I will explain my situation of Sir Marcus and I were sparring. This isn't a real attack. And then, if you guys want to train, we can train with him. If not, we are in no danger. Well, that's good to know. Little heads up go a long way. It was in the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> right. I want to do a perception check on Sir Arthur and make sure he's not, like, in sword or something. Uh, go ahead. Not technically my turn. I don't know if that matters at this point. Uh, if you guys are dropping out of combat, is that a thing? Yep. Okay. Well, then I'm I'm not hostile. Hostile. Whatever. I'm on the fence. That is a twenty-five. Uh, you don't get the feeling he is. Uh, you also, as you're looking him over, you see that like while his shield and his armor has like some scuff marks, he is not injured in any way. I'll take like a couple quick steps back and I'll take a less aggressive stance. You strugglers are under no danger from me. Proven your worth you have. Safe passage through here for whatever reason you might need it is allowed. Fantastic. Sir Duel came with questions. Will just kind of turns to him like, Wait, wait for us, bud. These were for personal questions of my own. Secret secrets make no friends. You should talk, drug dealer. <laughs> yeah, your bed looked like it was real. We may have checked your house for you. I left an apple. Appreciated for the apple. What kind of apple? Was it like a red delicious? <laughs> a Fuji? What are we talking here? You know, I was actually going to ask earlier, are they all red apples? Are they all the same? Is there a variety? It, it's It started off as all like... Uh, crisp red apples, but here lately, it's been blooming all sorts. I don't, I would definitely say there's seasons to it, too. Yeah. Like, like the, the heat and the AC in my crib is pretty natural. Yeah. <laughs> in the winter months, there's snow in my house, you know? <laughs> you can come stay at my place. <laughs> yeah, those paper doors are not oh, doing a whole weird, lot for, yeah. the, for that heating bill. <laughs> You know, natural gas has gone up, <laughs> but it's it, it's it's probably okay because seasons are funny here on the mountain. So. Yeah, it's uh, you guys never asked if there were seasons. We're making it up now, so I think it's basically California. It's always like 
the same season. It's always sunny on the mountain. Basically. Occasional earthquake. Well, I think the the farther you go up the mountain, though, you see it gets cold up there. So okay, just a thought. Sometimes cold it gear can But Sir Marcus has put away his sword, and is leaning against the well, staring at the front. So, and, and Sir Dew is where he can see. I don't know if the other the rest of you will be or not. I'll keep like a good like fifteen feet of distance, but I'll I'll stow my my weapon even if I keep my shield like you know out. Knowing the the nature of old bones as well as we do at this point, I will stay within his vision mm-hmm. out of out of respect. And like when you like kind of goes into his vision, he like nods his head and it's like, I appreciate the honor you gave me. I appreciate you. Thank you for testing me, and thank you for training him. He has much to learn. You could teach him much about etiquette, though. I remember that fart in the cup in the hand. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I don't remember the fart. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no, that, honestly, that's what I've been thinking about half the time. I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw the dude fart in his face. <laughs> that, that was canon. That happened. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. And I'm just like, what? How have the four of you found the mountain? so far. Brutal. It is a crucible. Most do not make it. In all fairness, it doesn't seem like anybody who have not given up do make it. I did not make it. So the four of you have made it farther than I. I'll be honest, it seems like we're, we've made it a lot farther than pretty much most of the predecessors, if not all. Possible. I have been cursed to watch these gates for millennia and know little of what goes on behind my back. When your crusade came here, did they encounter Ivastan? I have never met him. He did not interact with us. We were not even sure he was real. I believe the queen met him once, though. I do not think it went well. I can only imagine. He seemed like such a lovely fellow when we met him. I, I'm going to assume that she didn't take well to his proposition that was probably similar to our own. We did not know about the mountain trapping people when we came. But we thought the power of the cup would free us. So you did obtain the cup. It was found. But it availed you not. Within hours, the giants came. What's the last location known for the cup? I believe the queen had it with her on the plains of iron. I was slain here before the battle, though. I'm not usually one to be huge on coincidences, and the fact that you find a cup you think would remove you from this realm and suddenly an army... Of giants comes and wipes you all out mutually makes me feel like Ivastan might have had a hand. There are few coincidences in this hellscape. So that, I mean, Will's really going to ponder then because that makes me think like if someone did find a possible way to even try to get out of here, Ivastan's going to cuff him. So the only way that you're going to get out of here is by dealing with Ivastan. But Beaselby made comments about killing him and it not working. I I had never met the demon. The place is well designed. His arrival was shortly after my passing. Do we really want to uncover the mystery of the crusade in the chalice? Look at what it did to them. Do we need it? Do we really need to know? The entire purpose of everything that we're doing is to get out of here. If it has a chance to help with that, I'm for it. But do you think that the chalice is the only way? You don't think that there's another way that Power. won't? Power's the way. What was the importance of the chalice for you? The queen sought it to bring Artatrax back. He was a brother to me. One of the seven, then. He was the first star point. We all would have died to bring him back. Greatest of us he was. 
not because of his strength, though it was mighty, but because of his heart. He and the queen were in that way. Their greatest strength was to turn enemies to friends. He did that for me. His murder began all of this. Who killed him? A spy from another nation we do not know. Poisoned. And then, like, he, he like, can't really spit, but he tries to. Murder foul. Not in combat like a knight should fall. When he died, the loss of the queen's beloved changed her. The wizard Dwemerlin proposed that the chalice could be used to bring him back. Changed her how? She was less kind. The hurt in her heart. It was visible. Her countenance had changed. But the chalice had given us hope. Was your nation at war whenever this assassination happened? (laughs) When she was young, many nations attempted to take her down. Defeated. And then converted. They all were. When she held Exelthian, none could defeat her. What happened to the sword? They broke it. Don't we have a piece of it? Can you tell us about this? I'm going to reach in. Yeah. I'm going to put up my sh- my shield and sword, and I'm going to pull out the piece that we of a blade that we have and present it. Huh. I had not seen another piece before. You have a piece? Below. And he looks over, like, and off to the right, there's, like, a, a series of small, dilapidated buildings. It's like, I was laid to rest down there. One of the pieces is there. How many pieces is this? There are six. Would you have a reason to disagree with us recovering it? I would give it to you withingly. But I will ask. For help, if you would listen. I will listen. A hundred thousand of our souls are damned on this mountain. Use the sword. Find the chalice. Free us. Most of us are as cursed and damned as I am. We cannot be free as we are. There are no more crusaders come to help us. Free us. Can... Can you answer why this blade, if he touches it, I point to Will, it burns him? Are you of demon or devil blood? You could say that I've been tainted. Inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) Exelthian is a relic of the gods' war. Wielded by a god himself no longer living to fight devils and demons. It would be unwise for one of their ilk to hold it. Oh, we saw that firsthand. In its true form, it would be fatal. Is that why it is shifting? The sword is built of a magic no longer found in the world. It is like the chalice, one of the great artifacts of the war. I don't have to wield the power for it to help me. Not all the artifacts were made for good purposes. At this point, we're not... And he stops himself and he goes, I'm not concerned with good and evil. I'm concerned with the ability to remove ourselves from this realm. Everyone. I care not for your motivations, but I would beg for help. Free us. I mean, we're gonna do the best we can. That's our entire goal since getting here. We agreed to get get the fuck out of this place and, you know, ultimately help everybody else get the fuck out, too. Then down the stairs is a crypt, my resting place, and laying on it is a piece of the sword. Should we expect resistance if we go down there? The four of you are safe here, though you may see more of us down there. Of the seven, or just crusades? Many of us died trying to hold these gates. Would you like to see it? I think, yeah. I think that we should see what we're trying to help. I don't want to go down there. <laughs> I'll do it, but I want to do it. Can can I have the blade out and whenever we're walking down there, it could be like in Wayne's World with the backstage pass and be like, hey, hey. Oh, hold on. <laughs> and like, he kind of holds his hands out 
and like the mists begin to swirl. And you guys see that like coming out of just the ground and the walls are more spectral figures. And then you start to hear singing. My mother told me someday I would buy galley with good oars, sail to distant shores. My mother told me someday I would buy galley with good oars, sail to distant shores. Stand up on the prow, noble bark I steer, steady course to the Four of you are dragged through time. And what happens when you get there? We'll find out on the next episode of The Adventurer's Vault of Mountain. Steady course to the rain.